0: This is Planning for Tomorrow in the 256 with Aaron Howard from Cloud Financial. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. Aaron provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here is Planning for Tomorrow in the 256 with Aaron Howard.
1: Hello and welcome to Planning for Tomorrow in the 256. My name is Aaron Howard with Cloud Investments. And if you'd like to contact us, you can give us a call at any time at 256-715-0094 or visit our website at cloudfinancial.com. Stay tuned because later on in the show, we'll have a special offer for you. Today, we're gonna talk about Financial well being and ways to help you achieve it. So, oftentimes people can confuse having wealth and financial security, but let me explain how they're different. You could measure the net worth of your coworkers, friends, and family and compare it with your own or the accumulation of money or positions that they might have, but financial security is really different than that. Being financially secure is about being confident that you have enough resources to cover your needs and so it's going to be unique to everyone. But before we dive any further, I want to go ahead and introduce my co-host, Tony Shore. Tony, how are you doing today?
0: Oh, I am doing great, Aaron. I've had a great week, and I'm excited about uh, getting together with each week and doing the show. Uh, I really, really want to thank you for having me on your show. Uh, I'm excited. I know I'm going to learn something. It sounds like we've got a great topic today. But yeah, before we get into it, tell us a little bit, a lot of our listeners, maybe new to the podcast, uh, may not be familiar with you. Uh, Tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do there at Cloud Financial.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And thanks for asking, Tony. Um, So I'm basically, I'm the new guy around here at Cloud Investments. Um, And if you don't know about us, we're a company based in Huntsville, and we really focus on planning for a better retirement for all of our clients. And so what we've actually seen is that we've been able to help so many people in Huntsville, we wanted to be able to share that with people in the Shoals area. And so I'm from the Shoals, born and raised. And I'm really, really excited uh, about working with Cloud in the Shoals and really, and really setting up a presence here. So we've got, we've got some really cool events coming up this fall. And actually, in about a month, we're doing a, a couple of workshops. So really exciting things coming up. We're, we're definitely staying busy. And uh, yeah, that's a little bit about me. I'm, I'm super stoked about this podcast as well.
0: Yeah, it's going to be fun to do each week, and I know you guys uh, have seen it all there, and uh, really, I know you're diving in, and, and uh, you guys meet with so many people and help people in our community. Uh, that's great, and you're going to share some of those tips each week here on the show, financial tips, uh, tips for retirement, um, but we're talking about financial well-being. You mentioned that in the intro there. Tell us a little bit more about what exactly you mean by financial well-being.
1: Sure, so there are multiple characteristics of someone who is financially stable. For one, they have control over their daily, monthly, and even annual expenses. And typically, they're gonna be following a budget. A lot of their financial life is planned out and allocated to those different expenses ahead of time. They're able to meet and overcome financial shock that may come their way as well. So that could be the market dropping, or maybe a medical emergency arises. Um, people who are secure in their financial well being, they're not going to let something like that an unexpected situation, throw their finances completely off track. So they're typically on track to meet their financial goals. Maybe they're saving for a down payment on a house, um, simply scrolling away for retirement. But the the main thing here is that they have a plan that they're working towards. And lastly, I think with financial well being, people possess a certain amount of financial freedom that allows them to make decisions that help them enjoy their life. So, that can just be taking a family vacation or maybe splurging on a new boat. But people with financial well being have enough control over their finances that they can make choices to spend their money how they want to, not always how they have to. So, just keep in mind this isn't a one size fits all definition. In order to get a place of financial being in your life, you need to think about what you envision for your life specifically. How do you wanna live and what choices do you need to make now in order to get there in the future? And I would say really, that's probably the most difficult part for most people, taking time to stop the train and figure out where it's actually headed. It's also the most important part though. Uh, My mother-in-law actually, uh, she says this quote a lot and it's direction is more important than speed. You can be going nowhere fast. And that's exactly (laughs) what you don't want to be happening with your financial plan.
0: I love that line. Direction is more important than speed because you could be going nowhere fast. I love that. I've never actually heard that one. It's a lot better than what my (laughs) mom used to tell me. You know what she used to say to me? (laughs) What'd she say? She said, patience is a virtue for which I can hardly wait. (laughs) <laughs> or when my dad and I would do a project and do something dumb she'd say like father like son I don't like either one wow but she well, had a million it, of she them.
1: was good at rhyming it sounds
0: like <laughs> yeah so how does somebody figure <laughs> out where they're at on this financial well-being scale so to speak
1: sure that's a great question Tony a lot of people naturally measure their financial well-being but for those of you who don't it's useful to get into a habit of taking what we'll call your financial emotional temperature. So you might need to be reminded to do it at your annual visit with your advisor or maybe during tax season uh, when you're prepping with your tax accountant. Um, It's a good time though to stop and reflect on the past year and just see how you feel about it. So if you're not sure how you should be reflecting, just ask yourself a few questions. Over the last few months, how often did I feel joy, peace, satisfaction, pride even, in relation to my financial situation. And then on the flip side, ask yourself, how did I feel uh, negative emotions like stress and anger or helplessness? Did I ever feel that in regard to my finances? And so these are really good questions that get the ball rolling on your own analysis of your financial well-being.
0: Well, those are definitely good things uh, to get that thought process started. Uh, What are some other things that we should be considering?
1: I think at the core uh, of a lot of people's unhappiness when it comes to their finances is an issue with keeping up with the Joneses. So think about how much you compare yourself to others. Or more importantly, think about who you're comparing yourself to. So it could be friends, family, neighbors, colleagues. But how often are these comparisons negative? It's commonly said that comparison is a thief of joy. And I definitely think that applies to finances as well. And another important thing to consider is who do you look up to in regards to your finances? Is there someone particular uh, that you admire for how they uh, balance their work and life or, or maybe how they manage their stress? One of the things that you can do to help achieve financial well-being is to actually find someone, a mentor or a role model that shares the values that you share and someone that you'd like to mold your life around who who makes wise financial choices. So for me, that's uh, when I think about my finances, I think of them as, as just simply a tool to help me achieve other life goals. So my role models are people who are able to spend more time with their families and uh, people who are able to bless others because of their own financial security. We talked about boats earlier, but I think it's actually dangerous to, to chase a number or maybe to have a contest with the neighbor on who can buy the biggest boat because honestly, that stuff will never make you happy and it will never end. So, you know, they'll they'll always be a, a bigger number or uh, a bigger boat.
0: Yep. People are always chasing that happiness and, uh, you know, a, a big boat isn't going to do it. They say, it reminds me of the funny saying, the two happiest days in a boat owner's life are the day they buy the boat and the day they sell the boat. <laughs> uh,
1: that's a good one. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And, uh, and uh, I work with a, a gentleman, uh, the owner of the main company that I, I do a lot of work for. Uh, he told me, Tony, you don't need a boat. You just need a friend with a
1: boat. That's what I was thinking to myself <laughs> whenever you said that. I was, I was, I've definitely contemplated buying a boat, but now I think I just need to find um, some new friends who maybe have one. But we do yeah. live on the river, so we, we need a boat. at least access to one. you know.
0: I I know you have friends there that have boats. Um, (laughs) For for sure. Well, let's take a minute here, Aaron, uh, to let our listeners know you said you had a special offer for our listeners today. Yeah. And let them know about that and how to get a hold of you.
1: Well, okay. So first we need to to say sitting down and and thinking through this, thinking through your financial life, trying to establish financial well-being, it can be overwhelming and we acknowledge that. And I think it helps to have someone on your team who can walk you through that process. So choosing to work with a a trusted financial services professional can help you in creating financial plans that will work for your unique situation. So if you visit my website at cloudfinancial.com or call my office at 256-715-0094, you'll receive a no cost consultation and i would love to meet with you and talk about some of the stuff that, that we're covering today in the podcast
0: all right hey that sounds great uh complimentary no cost no obligation consultation uh aaron i know you love to uh, sit down talk with our listeners and uh, get to know them uh it's it's really casual and you can look and see where they're at look at their risk give them a second opinion on their finances. Uh, These are all good things. Thanks for that. And uh, as a reminder, listeners, you are listening to the Planning for Tomorrow and the 256 podcast. And I'm your co-host, Tony Shore. Our host, the man with the plan himself is here, Aaron Howard. And Aaron, now that we've established what it means to have financial well-being, talk a little bit about why it's so important to have.
1: Yeah, the why is important, Tony. and, And I appreciate you asking me that. Um, Finances, I think, are always near the top of the list of life stresses that people deal with. So while stress is a normal part of life and we can't avoid it completely, it can have serious ramifications if it reaches unhealthy levels. So, you know, one of the definitions that we talked about in the first segment was actually the ability to make decisions that will allow us to enjoy life more. So, of course, it makes sense that being secure in your finances can contribute to your overall emotional well being as well. And then, if you look at the flip side of that, I'm sure we all have examples in our own life or maybe in the lives of those around us when our finances weren't on the right track. And I think we all would agree that that can take a serious negative toll on our overall sense of well being. So, when we don't have a sense of well being um, emotionally, sometimes we can make choices that are derived from fear and anxiety. And that can take a seriously negative toll on our financial security.
0: Wow, yeah, and that's that's something you have to watch out for. It makes sense. So would you say that emotional and financial well-being are directly related to one another?
1: Well, of course your relationships with your family and your friends are more important than your finances. But I think at one point or another, We have all let our finances affect even our closest relationships. And on the other side of the spectrum, when you have a strong sense of financial well-being, it allows you to feel at peace and fully appreciate the relationships that you do have. You know, I was thinking uh, there's a story, you might've heard it, of a wise man and a foolish man. And it says that the wise man built his house on a rock and the foolish man built his house on the sand. And this story really isn't about finances, uh, but I think that there's an important lesson we can learn here. When we let our emotions that can often be moved and swayed by the waves and storms of life be the foundation of our financial plan, then our whole house and everything we built is at risk. So I would point out that when we feel secure and stable emotionally, we generally make wise, more calculated financial decisions. So that's like the wise man building his house on the rock. So a lot of times people make poor financial decisions when they're in emotional distress. I mean, that's actually why we joke about people buying fancy sports cars during a midlife crisis. It's probably not the best decision. And, uh, so generally speaking when our emotions aren't in check, that's when people are going to make reckless or maybe impulsive decisions uh, that could affect their financial future negatively.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and uh, obviously you have to be careful uh, to watch out for that. And but the good news is you don't have to do it alone. That's where you come in, uh, Aaron and Cloud Financial. Are there certain things though that we should try to avoid uh, in order to keep our financial well-being on track?
1: You can't completely protect yourself from unexpected trials along the way, but there are certain attitudes, certain biases uh, that can prevent us from acting in our own best interest. And they're good to be aware of. So here's an example. There's a tendency for investors to actually react more strongly to negative news than positive news. And in the same way, we also tend to put more weight and focus on what is happening in the world and current news instead of looking at things from a larger, bigger picture perspective. So regardless of you know, if the market's up or down, what state the economy is actually in, it's smart to think long-term, to think how does this period fit into my overall financial picture, not just to become overwhelmed at what's happening right now. So another thing to avoid is just following the herd, um, buying or selling, because that's what everyone else seems to be doing. You know, it's funny, in Econ 101, we learned this simple phrase, buy low, sell high, right? Everyone knows it. But in the real world, we often see the opposite is true. And that's because of our emotions. As humans, uh, we're emotional creatures, and, and we just want to buy into what everyone else is doing. And so this is also what we see when investors tend to buy securities at their highest prices, and as a result of following the crowd or trying to ride the wave. So, you know, hopefully none of these things are are going to completely derail your finances, but just knowing them and being aware uh, can help us to avoid them and make sure that we don't let that negatively impact our financial situation.
0: Yeah, yeah. Obviously, that's that's a serious issue right there. Now, let's take a moment to once again let our listeners to the podcast know how they can get a hold of you if they have questions and set up that complimentary consultation.
1: Yeah, so if, if you want to get a hold of us uh, or if you'd like help with this process, please feel free to visit my website at cloudfinancial.com or you can call our office to receive your complimentary planning session. And, and just so you know, you know, our goal at Cloud Investments is to help our clients accomplish their income goals and set them up with the tools that they need To help them be financially secure exactly what we're talking about today so yeah you can give us a call at 256-715-0094
0: all right that sounds great and now that we've talked about how important it is to have financial well-being what that means how it relates to our emotional well-being and the kinds of behaviors we should avoid in order to keep financial well-being speak to us a little bit about how we can achieve financial well-being. How do we accomplish that?
1: Yeah, Tony, and and thanks for the brief recap there. Um, The first thing that we can do is just to simply be aware. How are my emotions, how are my biases coming to play in my financial life? So think of the last few financial decisions that you made and then think of the emotions that may have impacted those decisions. So it could be big or small, it could be positive or negative. But one of the best things you can do to actually achieve that financial well-being that we all strive to have is to work with a good financial services professional, and especially one who is versed in behavioral finance.
0: Wow. Okay. So uh, why is that aspect important for them to have?
1: Well, it's because they can recognize certain patterns of thought, and really um, they can point out some things that maybe you don't see yourself. Uh, based on just talking just based on getting to know you and once they've pinpointed maybe a a negative aspect a negative thought process then they can help steer you away they can help you make smarter more sound financial decisions that are unique to you and could maybe help you have peace of mind so I think most people would agree uh, that it's a lot easier to make those decisions Uh, when you're not the one in the situation, right? That's why we always give advice to people uh, that are going through stuff, but it feels different when you're the one in it. And in the same way, I just, all I try to do, is I try to help my clients by simply being one step removed from the emotional situation, um, maybe from what's brewing in the markets or in personal lives, and seeing how a decision or decisions will actually affect the overarching picture and just remind them of that, remind them of the overarching picture and that this is really just one step in the process.
0: So how does someone go about finding a financial professional that offers that?
1: Finding the right professional can be a challenging process, but it is an important one. And you wanna be sure that you're working with the right person, especially when it comes to your finances. So generally, when people are looking for financial professionals to work with, they consider things like, do they provide advice and service in investments, retirement, cash flow, exit strategies, etc. But when it comes to your financial well-being and finding a professional to help you with that, you need to dig a little deeper.
0: Yeah, and I think that's where you come in, Aaron, and you can help people uh, try to accomplish that. Um, obviously, we need to find the right person, a trusted financial professional like yourself. Uh, but how do you dig deeper? Explain that a little bit more. You know,
1: Tony, thank you for that, and, and I hope so. That, that is my goal uh, with my clients. And uh, the way that we could do that is actually take a look at it on the firm level, I think. So it's not enough to simply work with someone that's doing a job. You want to know why they're doing it. So what is the goal of the company and of the professional themselves? What gets them out of bed in the morning? I think that at the root of their mission a financial professional you work with should have three key passions so first a desire to transform their clients relationship with finances and it's a it's a large task okay but this can be done by simply helping clients change their attitudes beliefs and behaviors surrounding money another thing that they should care about is simply the well-being of the client and that's not just financial That's emotional, physical. And we've just talked about how emotions play such a big role in a person's financial life. So it's important to take every aspect of life into account. And lastly, they need to genuinely care about people. Seeing their clients as people instead of simply clients and looking out for their best interests. So, you know, I think those are the three things uh, that they should really be looking for there.
0: Yeah. Yeah, obviously, uh, those are very, very important. Uh, Those are great tips that we all should be aware of. Unfortunately, we're about out of time for this week's show. Is there anything else you want to add before we go? You know, I
1: just hope that that if you listen today, that you got something out of our show, and hopefully you now have a better idea of the importance of financial well-being, not just how important it is, but how it affects all the areas of our lives and how you can actually maintain it for yourself. So just a reminder, you know, if you're feeling overwhelmed personally with your finances and you feel like maybe they're controlling you instead of vice versa, please feel free to reach out to us. We would love to get the chance to get to know you, get to work with you. And with the help of the right financial services professional, I believe you can create a strategy that can help your finances and income plans stay on track. So if you have any questions about today's show, comments, uh, please don't hesitate to reach out to us at 256-715-0094, and I'll be happy to help you and to get to know you a little bit better. Uh, you can also visit our website at cloudfinancial.com, and you'll receive a complimentary planning consultation, either course you take. So
0: That's excellent. That's a great offer for our listeners out there. What's that number one more time?
1: That number is 256 256- seven one five zero zero nine four
0: all right thanks aaron and listeners that does it for today's episode of planning for tomorrow in the two five six with our host aaron howard
1: thanks tony and you can join us at the same place for another show of planning for tomorrow in the two five six take care
0: and we'll see you next time thank you for listening to planning for tomorrow in the two five six don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan For more information, please contact Aaron Howard at Cloud Financial. Call 256-715-0094 or visit them online at cloudfinancial.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Advisory services are offered by Cloud Investments, LLC and SEC Registered Investment Advisor. Advisory services are offered by Cloud Investments, LLC and SEC Registered Investment Advisor. Insurance products and services are offered through Cloud Financial Inc. Cloud Investments, LLC and Cloud Financial Inc are affiliated companies. Aaron Howard and Cloud Financial Link are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.